On this week's episode of Third Party Control Podcast, we talk about Hitman 3 for the PlayStation 5. Also, news of NCAA college football coming back to gaming. Find out what Bethel and Joe think about this latest announcement. And we talk about the Nintendo Switch's amazing sales and how it is just blasting through the competition. All that and more on this week's episode of Third Party Control Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to Third Party Control Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with... Beto Esparza. And... Two-time Super Bowl winner, Joe Ramirez. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. The podcast you come to for all the gaming news, tips, tricks, all that good stuff. I don't know why I said tips and tricks. I thought of that magazine right now. <laughs> it's like tips, <laughs> tricks. As you we heard... We are your Cheat Code Central for... <laughs> cheat Code Central. We are the new Cheat Code Central. We are the new Cheat Code Central. Yes. Very true. Now, as you heard, Joe has announced his win in the Super Bowl. And before we congratulate Joe, before we congratulate Joe, I just want to remind the audience. I even want to remind Joe, too. If you remember last episode, Joe talked about streaming his games on Twitch. Joe was very excited. Around that time, Joe had mentioned that the Super Bowl for their league was between Beto and him. Third-party controller Super Bowl. So I was very excited. I was very like, can't wait to watch this on live Twitch. So I asked Joe, Joe, let me know when you're going to go up. I need to follow you. I need to do all this. I wanted to do a side-by-side commentary when the actual game between the two champions or the two competitors, Beto, Joe, I wanted to be like, all right, here they go. Why did Joe do this play? Why did Beto do this play? Oh, look at the go. Oh, man, that was good. That was bad. I wanted to commentate. I wanted to live stream their game. And when I asked Joe, you know what I got? Silence. Silence. To be fair, you could have asked Beto as well. That's true. Hold on. And the only thing that popped in my mind was, Joe, Joe's scared. Joe did not want to live stream it there's, just in case the chance he loses to Beto again. There's 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 no this is no 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 this is about on, being hold scared. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is about being focused. Wait, 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 wait. Joe couldn't have anything disrupting him. Is what I assumed. Joe was too nervous, so that's why I got no reply. I even asked Beto, Beto, what happened? But Beto let me know. Sometimes they say streaming there could be some type of uh Latency, right? Some type of uh, interference? Yeah. yeah. So that made up for it. But I will let you continue your story, Joe. How did See, everything I'm, go? I'm, I'm a humble loser, Joe. Uh, I fucking backed you up, and you're just being a little bitch about this. Oh. Oh, and it's just getting started. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're only beginning. I have righted the wrong of two seasons ago. And no, where Bethel used one one, it's even. To, uh, to beat me. Uh, and I won it with good old-fashioned hard work, sweat, and no cheat codes. And I am your Super Bowl winner. And playing in 24 other leagues. We'll and get it. to that. <laughs> oh, but, uh, but uh, yes. No, no, it was a good game. It was, as yeah. always, like, and it was actually crazy because Bethel's the only guy 
I haven't I hadn't played him since the last just, Super Bowl. It's so weird. Yeah. I was like, even I was like thinking about it. I'm like, I haven't played him. Yeah. Um. So it had been a long time since we played each other. It's been a, a good while, and uh, it was a good game. They are always good games between me and him. Yeah. Um. It was, it was a close game. There was a point in the game early on in the in the at the end of the first half where I threw an interception thinking, oh, there's less than a minute left. He won't be able to score. And then Beto just, like, scored on two plays. And then, like, I was like, this game's over. Like, I was already – and he got the ball back in the second half, too. So I was like, well, that's it. And then uh, Beto got the ball back. You know, we kicked it off. He got the ball back. And I believe first or second play, he threw an interception that I returned for a touchdown. And that basically, like, like all the momentum – that he, he looked like he was going to build, just got taken away. Yeah. And then it was just a close game from that point. It was good. Yeah, yeah and I had a feeling like it, it, this was a game where, like, whoever fucked up the worst was going to lose, and that was me. Because <laughs> we basically each had the same amount of turnovers. It was yeah. low. But, yeah, I was it was very comparable. Like, And then, like, our drives, too, were just kind of, like, long. And, and, and it, was, it was actually comparable to, like, when I played um, Rick. Yeah. It was really, really good game. Um, but yeah, one and I am now the first back-to-back champion in our league. And I have every intention. Also, the underdog in the offseason. I was not the top top guy coming in. Why? Not the favorite guy. So, you know, there's a little humbleness to me. My guys, my guys <laughs> did it. Uh, uh, but, uh, but no, yeah, so... We just started our next uh, our follow up season, so I'm gonna try to make it three. It's gonna be very hard though, because it's getting to that point where all of these guys are getting very, very, very good. But yeah, Super Bowl winner, so yay me! <laughs> well, congratulations, Joe. All right, let's get this going. By the way, huh? Uh, I brought <laughs> the Thunder. I brought purity to the league because Beto's known <laughs> as the bad boy of the league. He he be, <laughs> the uh, wild he'd be card? breaking rules in there. I called him the Astros of our league. He got really mad. Fuck you. No. <laughs> he got very angry when I called him that. But, I mean, really, he's the only team that's like that, kind of like that, you know? So, you know. I mean, it's the Raiders. I mean, that's that's how that's what we are, you know? It's true. All right. Let's get this going. Beto. Hey. Sup, Hey. Hitman 3. Oh, shit. How'd it go? How'd it you? was it's fucking awesome, dude. I Like, the Hitman games, I don't know why. I, I've never beat a Hitman game up until now. That's the third one. Why is that? Like, I don't know. It just, the PS2 one, I can't remember why. I think it just got too hard. And the uh, the last time, like, the whatever the soft reboot that they had recently. The, the first one on the PS4, it, it just got hard because I kind of didn't know how to play it in a way. Which... Mm-hmm. There's no real way to play it, but more of me understanding like what, uh, how to disguise yourself. Because when you disguise yourself, like say you're a security guard, you're not going to be able to just go around everywhere. Because I mean, if you if you 
just like at work somebody if you if like i were to take your clothes and like dress up like a, a, a employee at where you work jesse yeah like if i run into your coworkers, like who the fuck is that guy yeah that's kind of how it is like if you're a security guard there's gonna be some security guards that that know like hey that guy doesn't work for us what's that yeah, guy that yeah. i've never seen him yeah so they have like a little a white dot over the head and that's the one they how you identify like i can't go near him if he sees me he's gonna he's gonna yeah. be suspicious and you're gonna try to figure out why i'm dressed up like one of theirs so understanding that that made the game so much easier and uh just going through it, it's it's so much fun just disguising yourself and finding different ways to kill your targets like the game actually only it really only should take like eight to ten hours to beat but i think i probably put about 30 hours into it because i kept replaying some of the missions oh nice and the f- mission that i did i dude i played the first mission for like maybe three hours just because i was just messing around the whole time mm-hmm. and uh it, there's so much replayability in that in these games that I, I i ended up going back to the first one and finishing that because it was it and still had like the same amount of fun that i had like there's really well the only thing that there's it does, not a lot changes in every game i notice if you jump on the third one you play through that you go back and play the first one and it's like there's there's really no new mechanics in it that's the only kind of shitty thing about it mm-hmm. but for the most part it was just it was, it was a fun game the third one and the first one on and uh this the second one for some reason i can't find like it's it's out of stock everywhere but and it's it's like it's still full price on the psn so i don't want to fucking pay for that oh, yeah. fuck that but yeah it's it was that's what took up most of my time playing just playing uh Hitman one and three, and hopefully I can find two so I can get through that too. But I want them to make a uh, uh, Hitman Bret Hart edition. Oh, oh, fucking just a skin of Hitman! That'd be fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jump on this, um, or like a Leon the Professional game. Ooh, yeah, dope too. I know uh, why you want that. We can't huh? go on. I know why you want that, and we can't talk about that on air. I was eight years old though, dude. <laughs> What? She's cute. Madeline Portman has been gorgeous since she was a kid. I had a crush on her when I was eight years old. She was like 12. And then now she's still very beautiful. She's a mother and she's still beautiful. So it's not weird because he liked her when they were both kids. Exactly. I don't think about her when she was a kid. I think about her now. Right now. How old she is. I think she's like in her late 30s. But yeah. It's more so like now when you think about her, you think about her like more like a MILF, huh? Fuck yeah. <laughs> but um i think that's all i played i played the shit out of those games where like i i put in like 30 hours in a hitman 3 and then I'll probably like another 15 in in hitman 1 nice you so that, that took up a lot of my time you picked up hitman 3 when it launched yeah um and then I remember you didn't you didn't jump on it right away. And at first I thought like, okay, you're still playing through, but you're like, nah, I just haven't started it yet. And then you started it, and it just seemed like you finished it so fast. You're like finished it. And and when you when you texted us that that you were done with him and three, I thought I was waiting for it was all right. But no, you had a good time with it. No, right? it was it was a lot of fun. It's really short. I mean, if you're if you want to save money, I'd say wait for it because because how short it is. But there's I mean, you could put in so many hours in this game. Like I still haven't gone through everything. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna try to like 100 percent the game, but it's. I want to go back to it just to mess around because that's how that's how fun that these uh both of these games were. But um, 
Yeah, that's 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 all that that I did last week. Just nothing but Hitman. I would have put in like another ten hours into Hitman too if I could find it, but I couldn't. Mm-hmm. What about you, Joe? What's up, Oof. Uh, I know there's that function of uh checking to see how long you've played games on uh, PlayStation Five, and I am officially now scared to see how much time I put in the mat. I know. Probably like 800 or 1,000. I'm pretty sure it's 1,000. I'm scared. Yeah. Do it right um, now. Do it right now. No, I don't want to. I'm scared because I'm afraid. Do to it live. It's, it's taking me a lot live. Even if I live. look at, if I see how much time I put into it and I and I go, oh, that's that's unhealthy. I know I'm not going to stop. I don't can't think it, we right can't now. see that, huh, Bethel? <clears throat> I won't stop, huh? We can't see that, can we? If I go on the I app right now? I think we can. I don't know. I don't think so, actually, because I think I would have checked yours. Probably. So, I was, you know, I was thinking Nintendo, so yeah. yeah. On top of uh, winning uh, <clears throat> the Super Bowl, I, I, this weekend was really, really, uh, <laughs> it's funny. I think I kind of mentioned it last week, but uh, this weekend was like the perfect storm. No, I had to play, I was in five leagues last weekend. Uh, well, one of them, you, you, you know, it doesn't really count, but. Uh, so four like real leagues, and it was, yeah, it was overkill last last weekend. I had to play so many games, and then like one of the leagues I joined, they 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 when I joined, they were like, yeah, we're uh, forty eight to seventy two hour uh, advances, and then like after one game, they were like, yeah, we're forty eight hours, but every like everybody on that league <clears throat> for the first. It's been like six in-game weeks. Uh, it's been 24 hours. Like everyone, all 32 members of that league have been playing their games within 24 hours. So I was like, fuck. So I had that going on, um, another league going on, and then this one. And uh, I had two drafts uh, on Wednesday, which was, I mean, I only did, I only partook in one, but uh, it was pretty, uh, I was like, damn, I've been, I just got so much time putting into it um i did jesse uh afterwards you did me i, I did start <laughs> no <laughs> i did actually stream some games i had, I had to actually stream games and i, I went to your channel going. and i saw one that you were i saw one that you had had up and i wasn't sure if that was the one between you and beto but i found that you didn't stream that one yeah because i remember going through it and i was like well this doesn't seem is there a, a real quick question sorry is there like when you guys play the Super Bowl in the leagues? Does it look fancy? Is it like this is the Super yeah. Bowl? And- it it you can kind of tell on the field, but yeah, it's it's actually outside of that there isn't much else. Oh, like a there's bummer. a couple of intros and stuff like that, but yeah, the field shows. But that's about it. You yeah, yeah. you look at the like for the logos or but it's a lot brighter too. But you don't. I mean, you're just looking at the team. It's only like exterior kind of shots. Yeah, but, but like what about the Super Bowl halftime show, commercials, all that stuff? Yeah, that yeah, every time. Yeah, it's Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> um, so no, so like, um, so I did, but I did, I get everything, I got everything set up, and I, uh, I was able to, um, to stream it. I, I, one thing so far, it's looking like I didn't have any issues. I think I've got enough bandwidth, which I, I kind of figured, but I didn't have, I had zero issues with streaming on my end. Um, so I streamed. I think I've got two or three games on there. I know my last one, I got the shit kicked out of me really really bad by someone uh but uh the streaming portion is uh, you know that i've got into it's really easy yeah like i could see why people stream now because i mean 
it's very easy. You hit that broadcast, the broadcast button, uh, you link to your Twitch and boom, you're on air. And it's, it's pretty cool. Like I, I gotta admit for me being someone that doesn't really do, wasn't doing that much. Like that's a pretty cool feature, you know? And I can see how if you have the camera, you know, you can put yourself, you know, like I said, you can have your, yourself on there too, which mm -hmm. a lot of the guys do. And I was like, you know, I, I, you know, it's pretty cool uh, thing to have there. Um, I tried out uh, the remote play feature um, for the PS5. Well, it's a PS4 thing, so I believe so. But I, I tried out the remote play feature. I used my uh, phone and I used my um, uh, I, iPad. Mm -hmm. to hop on to the ps5 and do a couple of things oh, which is really really convenient when you're doing a league or you're you're in something like that to run some uh to get some stuff going uh and i it was really cool as long as you got a yeah. decent internet connection it works it works really well was it you just more setting stuff up or were you actually playing games that way no i didn't play okay and i'm thinking i'm sure there'd be that 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 little bit of extra latency so yeah. for me i wouldn't want to but like as far as being able to jump in and make like especially like for a league being able to jump in and make either trades or, or run some stuff some quick look at some things over um uh is really helpful yeah. like really really cool feature to have so i was yeah I, I hadn't messed with it but i did it and uh i liked it that's what i usually do i'll, I'll... Like if I'm watching something, or like I'm not even watching something, but if like I'm I'm in bed, and then uh, we move the the week forward in Madden, I'll just do like the uh, simulate my training and yeah. just do all that stuff like set up so I can play the next day, and that's uh yeah. just it's it's really convenient because I don't have to come downstairs and like turn my TV on. I just do it in bed and then set it up and then go to sleep. But I actually I've played I can't remember what game I played, but there's a lot of uh, a lot of lag in. in oh, the is game. there? Yeah, that's what yeah. I that's what I figured. So like if you want to play Madden, it's no, it's no good. But that's it for me, Jesse. What's up, you? So this week when it came to games, uh, I was like, okay, I'm planning on trying this out. Oh, Destruction All Stars comes out. Oh, Control Ultimate Edition's free on PlayStation. All these cool games come out this week. Um, but I didn't play any of those because all my stuff. I had mentioned this um, in the last episode. I'm modding a Sega Saturn. All that stuff ended up coming faster than I thought. So I ended up getting everything I needed to mod the Sega Saturn. And that's what I did this week was mod the Sega Saturn with a Terra Onion mode. And um, I have every game ever made for the Sega Saturn. So I ripped all the BIOS BinQ ISOs. So I'm not stealing. So You're I, a fucking thief. <laughs> I legally own every title that I put on my console. Legally own them. Um, so I'm getting to play some games that are super expensive and stuff I've always wanted to try out. But it's been it was easy to install the the mode uh, mod in the Sega Saturn, uh, and I got a few extra things for it. Uh, all I'm waiting are for better cables so that the image quality doesn't look as bad. It's it's playable right now, but it's not great. But it, you know. Anyway, yeah, other than that, just modding the Sega Saturn. Yeah, have not really played anything at all this you week. You didn't play the best game, dude. Choaniki. Choaniki was on the Sega Saturn. I played that. Probably one of the best games. Did you Did you play Fighters Mega Mix? Yes, I downloaded that. And you know what? 
No joke, Joe. I know you hate it. That game's pretty dope. Oh, that game is. There's some cool. Did you play the fucking? Did you play the fucking NASCAR? Uh, no. Yeah, I have to unlock it. So <laughs> I gotta play through it to unlock it. Um. Oh, there's a. You know, I was I was going through a rabbit hole of just stuff that never came here in America. Did you know that Electronic Arts, EA themselves, made a 2D fighting game that only came out in Japan? And it was actually pretty good. What was it called? Uh, Rabbit. Madden? Oh. It's called Rabbit. Madden um, Fighter. Madden, Madden Fighter. John Madden Fighter. Um, and then, there, the, yeah, there was like a lot of stuff. There's one called, uh, it was like 120 Degrees Arcane Fire. It's a, it's a, it's a schoolgirl fighting game. So it's a fighting game about schoolgirls. No, but it's dope. It was actually really good. There's some stuff. There's some. Oh, games but it's got on a it. great story. Oh, I don't know about the story. It's all in Japanese, so I don't understand what the hell's going on. But no, it's just like, like it's like, oh, I played this game about schoolgirls, and then someone's like, ew, like, no, man, it's got a really good story. You don't understand. The, there's one I'm trying to, I'm trying to. I legally own it, but it's again, I legally own these titles, but. There is one I'm trying to find. Um, I think it's called Neketsu Ayako Hot-Blooded Family. I think it might be that one. But it's basically a fighting game with just stand regular people. Meaning like you have your regular Japanese businessman. You have your Japanese punk school, high, <laughs> like school punk. Just it, it was like a 3D fighter that was actually pretty good uh, that I've seen. I just can't find it. So there are a few games left over uh, that I'm trying to find that seem really cool and really fun. Like just a lot of uh, a lot of pretty unique titles and, and unique games for the Saturn that that were pretty neat. Um, um, there's one that I found. It was called Crow something 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 else, but it's basically think River City Ransom, but with like very well drawn 2D sprites of like just Japanese punks fighting, you know? I think it's based like on a manga, but the, it, it was kind of like a little brawler. It's like a beat em up. But what I was, but in the beginning, it, you can choose your combo. So kind of like you have your regular punch, jump, kicks and stuff like that, right? But you get to, you were able to create your own combo. So it's basically like if you're playing Marvel versus Capcom and you know how you do, you hit the buttons to do the combo, the, the supercharge thing, you could do that, but like you can change what, what chains combo of things you can do it's weird it's actually pretty neat I, I was surprised with that one um but yeah just that that was pretty much modding and all that stuff for the sega saturn that's all i really did this week but i mean i hate to admit this this is a second this is the second episode i've had to say this and i i it doesn't sit well with me joe was right um Cobra Kai was actually a good show. I watched all of it. <laughs> I, I was I was so against watching Cobra Kai because it looked so cheesy and it looked like there's no way that they're just just gonna make a show that caters to fans and it's gonna be lame and it's gonna be dumb, right? So I never wanted to watch Cobra Kai. And what didn't help either with Cobra Kai was just like it's a YouTube Red show. Like anything from YouTube Red is lame. I'm not gonna watch that. But I always heard the only good thing about YouTube Red was Cobra Kai, but then I'm like, well, that's not that's like saying like this shit doesn't smell as bad as this other shit to me. That's what I thought, but I was kind of 
talked into watching Cobra Kai from uh, a lot of people in my stream when I was streaming. And I was like, you know what? I'll watch it because I, I need to watch something while I mod uh, mod the Sega Saturn. Uh, Cobra Kai is good. I liked it. I liked it a lot. It is cheesy, but there are some things that I was like surprised. There was only one that I thought was one thing that happened. I already told Joe what it was. I, I told him that I thought was really dumb. But other than that, everything else was really good. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, Cobra Kai was uh, fun. I think it even works if you never watch the movies, but I think it helps that you watch the movies too. Yeah. I, you know what's so funny? People who are fans of Karate Kid like Cobra Kai, right? Yeah. But every time I go like, yeah, it, I trip out. I completely forgot that there's three Karate Kid movies. And every time I say three Karate Kid movies, they say, yeah, the third one, the new Karate Kid with, uh, uh, what's her name? Hillary Swank. With Hillary Swank, and I was like, "No, they did three there with was, Ralph, yeah, Ralph yeah. Macchio." Just the third one. They go to like, Japan, right? The second one's Japan. The second one. The oh, third okay. one's when he joins Cobra Kai. You know, and everyone okay. always goes, "Carrie oh. Silver." <laughs> and everyone always goes, "Oh, damn, that's right!" And I'm like, "Yeah," because the third one's not as to me. It's not as memorable as the other two. I mean, the best one's the one with Hillary Swank. So, is Hillary Swank in it? No, not is yet. It it ironically, like the third one story-wise is really stupid but the third one had really memorable characters because it's like uh you but, have yeah that terry silver but then you also have that map uh, uh something is it barnes something barnes and he's like the bad boy of karate and then they they like hire him in the third movie to like win the tournament so that daniel has to fight him but like that third movie, I always get a kick out of it because it's like they they position Daniel as like oh he's been he's been uh, uh, tempted by the dark side you know the whole thing of him joining Cobra Kai and everything yeah, yeah. oh and then like but like when you actually watch the movie like the whole thing is a back ass backwards because it's like that guy Barnes actually has to go through the entire tournament like he wins the whole fucking tournament and Daniel only has to fight him he has to just come back and fight him one time too so it's like. Wait a minute, it's total bullshit. The Barnes dude has to work all night, all, all fucking like go through like five matches just to get to the one match. But I'm supposed to believe that Daniel's the fucking good guy? It's so ass backwards, that movie. <laughs> I don't remember it. I think that's the least for me. I, I did that. Oh, I remember. I, com it. I forgot about that one. I remember two a lot, though. But anyway, uh, yeah, Cobra Kai was uh, surprisingly good. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed a lot of stuff of it. So if you haven't watched Cobra Kai, if you were in my shoes where you're like, well, this is stupid. I don't want to watch it. Give it a shot. It's actually good. And Joe was right for a second time. There will not be a third. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. So see you in a bit. Hello, you're listening to 3PC News with your hosts, Jesse Lira, Robert Esparza, and Joe Ramirez. MLB The Show, the latest installment of PlayStation exclusive baseball series from Sony first party developer San Diego Studios, has been announced for both PlayStation 
and Xbox consoles. Launching on April 20th, it will be available across both generations, the PS4 Xbox One versions retailing at $59.99 and next-gen versions at $69.99. The advent of a new platform from the game also means cross-platform play cross-progression has been introduced, meaning the MLB The Show 21 players can carry progress between both PlayStation and Xbox platforms, as well as playing multiplayer with all players on both console families. Further new features will also be revealed as part of the series of six feature premiere streams starting in March. Another reveal will be held on February 3rd, which will show off the collector's edition of the game. And um, I think they did announce the collector's, it's a Jackie Robinson edition, right? The Jackie Robinson edition yeah. for MLB The Show. Um, what were? Did you know what extra features they had with the Jackie Robinson one? I know that they said they're going to donate for every copy sold. They're going to, do Sony donates a dollar? Is what I heard. I don't know. Yeah, but I don't know. Uh, do you know any of the other features on it? Um, usually, the, usually the bigger packages like that come with uh, like Diamond Dynasty card. Pretty, uh, Diamond Dynasty is pretty much like the ultimate team for that for them. Gotcha. And uh, so you get a bunch of cards for that. Well, honestly, I feel like these are much more worth uh, paying for than like the Madden stuff because I feel like you can build a better team with just that, and then you don't you don't even have to spend that much more money after. But what they usually do with these, like, if it's a physical copy, it comes with, like, a hat or something. I think this one comes with a hat. Oh, and okay. Like a, maybe, like, a steel bookcase or something. But it comes yeah. with other stuff. But, yeah, it's 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 usually, like, a, um, in that in-game purchase type of uh, deals with those. Yeah. With that, the announcement of this, um, we already knew last year. From last year's MLB The Show, they did announce, hey, next year the Xbox version is going to come out where this is finally going to be on both consoles. And that was pretty cool. We knew this a year ago. What I found, I don't know what I found funny. I was going to send this to you guys, but I was like, Oh, I'll just talk about it on the show. Um, I don't know. It was weird. Like, uh, some outlets were like images leaked for an image confirming that MLB, the show is going to be on Xbox this year. And I was like, yeah, we reported that last year that they said it was going to be next year. How, how is that a leak when, I mean, what's leaking is the image, yeah, but it's not a surprise. I don't know. For me, but for us, it wasn't a surprise because we knew it was coming for this year's version of the show. Yeah, but I feel like some people didn't know that, so they probably that's sure. that's clickbaity. But also, people some some people didn't probably catch that that uh, that announcement last year. True. But anyway, uh, with this announcement, what do you guys think of this year's MLB The Show Twenty One? Yeah, it's, I I love the MLB The Show series. It's it's been fun. I mean, it's. It, it kind of sucks because like I I talk shit about Madden Ultimate Team, but I like the Diamond Dynasty. It's because with the Diamond Dynasty, you you don't have to put money in it to make a good team. Yeah. Like I I've, I've played uh, I've played uh, enough hours of it where you can you can build a good team without spending a dollar. Mm -hmm. That's what is more fun about this uh, type of game than like the Ultimate Team. Because Ultimate Team, I feel like yeah, you can build a a, a pretty decent team, but it it'll take longer and it'll cost uh it it can cost more money yeah but it's it's great to see it on, on, on multiple platforms now that uh, that they're doing that it's it's gonna, gonna be, be awesome i love it it's a with, more, but with cross platform play too right yeah mm -hmm. and cross progression so if you yeah, wanted to cool. like for whatever reason if you wanted to own both and then just jump on each console you can do that and your progression yeah. transfers over, which is cool. Yeah, that that's that's something like 
which makes sense like that that kind of thing like hey okay oh sony has the license for the mlb you know and it's just smarter for them to have it on both consoles double the sales and like so many people are just like i want a baseball game for the xbox it's like well it's only if you want one you only get a playstation but this is actually really cool i think what's up it's not exclusive. It's just that they're they're the ones they're the only ones making. Baseball. Yeah, they're the only ones making it. RBI baseball that's around, but it's, I don't I don't think it's as good. It's uh, it's, but they they do. It's it's uh, any any developer can make. It. Well, and I think we're also getting to that point with consoles where you're going to just see uh, it just makes more. I mean, you know, we're going to basically see that more than likely with Microsoft and you know the whole Zenimax deal. Like them buying Bethesda, like yeah. that's gonna be a Microsoft-owned company, and you're gonna see those games. It is just now, now it's just like the whole idea of why wouldn't you market your games to as many people as possible? Agreed, now, obviously, yeah. the goal is you know you want people to buy your console, but if you can make that money putting the game out, you know what I mean? Why wouldn't you? So it's yeah. and I think too like the cross platform is very very cool like i'm not yeah. a baseball game fan but just hearing about what they're doing with it would make me kind of want to buy it just to support the fact that they're doing that you know what i mean it's really cool um yeah you know it's it's a good thing well, beto let's buy it and start uh, a league on discord for that too i'm down but, but joe <laughs> you have to play it you have to uh, get it on xbox beto has to get it on ps5 so we can test the cross-platform yeah, connectivity. Yeah. Nintendo reportedly scrapped a live-action Legend of Zelda series with Netflix after news of the project leaked and circulated online. As reported by Eurogamer, U.S. comedian Adam Conver, who was aware of a secret Star Fox claymation project around the same time, revealed that Nintendo canceled its proposed slate of video game adaptations with Netflix after someone from the company allegedly spread word about the Zelda series. The Wall Street Journal shared details of the adaptation and Nintendo rescinded the show. Suddenly there was reports Netflix wasn't going to do The Legend of Zelda anymore. Convor recently recalled, speaking that to, to Surf Time Podcast, I was like, what happened? And then I heard from my boss, we weren't doing our Star Fox anymore. I was like, what happened? He was like, someone at Netflix leaked the Legend of Zelda thing. They weren't supposed to talk about it. Nintendo freaked out, and they pulled the plug on everything. The entire pro program to adapt these things. News of the prospective live-action Legend of Zelda series with Netflix hit headlines back in 2015, when a person familiar with the matter reportedly told Wall Street Journal that the streamer had described the upcoming show as Game of Thrones for a family audience with a story that would follow Link's uh, conquest to save Princess Zelda in the land of Hyrule. However, little more was said after that. So hearing this type of stuff, the the news that like Nintendo canceling what had gotten leaked, what do you guys feel about that? So this is where I got to go out and kind of give a big fuck you to Nintendo. Mm -hmm. Because this is just like them. If they cannot control, like they're very possessive and controlling of things like this and i think at times it's to a fault i understand 100 percent wanting to have you know control of your ips their their beloved brands and everything like that but when you pull something if it's true the whole idea of them being pulled because of a leak i think that just they just shot themselves in the fucking foot they're shooting themselves in the ass by not uh by pulling it because of that 
because it kind of comes off as petty. Like you guys pulled it because someone fucking leaked it because you didn't control when it was announced or where, why, whatever that was. It seems like a stupid reason to cancel something that you know would have been uh, anticipated and heavily viewed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like they do this with Smash. This is some a similar something to they do with Smash when yeah. it comes to tournaments and stuff like that. And not one allow that. I think you know it. You know, it, it's just yeah, man. I don't, I don't get that. You know, hearing this news about it, uh, my first reaction was, I'm not surprised. Me it neither. seems like That's a very thing. Nintendo thing to do. Um, also, another thing too, and I mean, like, we don't know this thing. If it came out, if it was actually really going to happen, you know, could have just been talks for all we know. I'm kind of glad there wasn't a Legend of Zelda show. You know, I don't see one. I'm not saying that one could never work, but for me, it's just kind of like, you know, maybe it's for the better. But again, we'll never know. Yeah, we'll never know. We'll never know. Um, But also, like, something like that just shows, like, how many times has stuff like this happened with Nintendo? Like, how many things do we not know that could have happened? Like, stuff that's gotten leaked before. Like, the one thing I could think of was that Star Fox Racer. Remember that guy got kind of leaked, like, a a week or two before E3? And it seemed legit, like a Star Fox racing game for Switch? I remember that. It was something that leaked. It looked pretty legit and then never talked about. I wonder how close it was. Like, if that was true, what if it was Nintendo going, Oh, nope, it got leaked. Fuck it. Cancel it. It's like, but we're almost done with it. Nope, fucking cancel it. We don't know about that. We will never know until something leaks about that. But it just kind of shows, like, yeah, it kind of sucks. No, it's it's just it's it's shitty. I understand. It's harder to keep things under wraps nowadays. For the first time since 2013's NCAA football 14, EA Sports is returning to college football. Announced on Twitter via a small tease that college football is coming back. EA revealed it will be partnering with CLC, the national leading collegiate trademark licensing company, to become the exclusive developer of simulation college football video game experiences. What do you guys think? You guys being such huge man fans and a lot what, 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 of what? grown men wept. Really? <laughs> I'm I'm not even kidding. Because so let me let me let's take I'll take you through this day, Jesse. Okay. It's like it happened just a couple of days ago. Yeah. Uh, went on to Twitter for some reason. I never go on to Twitter, and something just lo told and you. Behold. Yep. I see an EA Sports retweet, and it's just a picture that says "For those that never stopped believing," and then college football, and I saw that. And I didn't weep, but my jaw dropped and I was like, what the hell? So like immediately, like I copy pasted and sent it to like uh, Beto and, and, uh, and Dave. And then I, I did the same thing on, uh, on, uh, on the discord. And like, actually that's where I saw it first. One of the guys on, on one of my leagues posted it. And then I was like, whoa. And then I posted it on, uh, on another league that I'm in and on that league, like, I was like, holy shit, the reactions, like, from everyone looking at that were just like, it was like, oh, fuck. Like, they literally, the Madden, like, just football people lost their shit. And, like, everyone was like, 
when? <laughs> like immediately everyone's just like, when is this game coming out? When? Just tell me when. Like that's and you gotta that's that's pretty crazy because like there are no details. There were no details about what's gonna be about what yeah. you know, what's gonna be involved, how it's gonna play, everything. Just immediately everyone was just like, when? This this year? I mean, literally, I had dudes, more than one dude was like, I've wept. I just wept. <laughs> like, that was just like, holy shit. Because they're just like, serious. I mean, but even I was like, I was pumped. I saw that. I was like, because, you know, uh, those college football games, when they were still releasing them at the time Madden was out, there was a point where the college football game was better. Like, it was su it was way superior. Um, just the experience and everything about it was really, really, really cool. So, you know. And I've already like, I was talking to Bethel and just going over like the the possibilities, you know, of adding this game to their lineup. Like, it'd be so cool. Like, play a college football. Uh, uh, I, and I don't know how they're gonna do it, but like, you could like play a college football franchise, and then you know, potentially being able to upload the draft class, the seniors. From college football into Madden would be such a fucking cool feature to have and would just make it a thing to where like people would want to buy both um, and again I don't know what to expect it could come and disappoint it wouldn't surprise me either from EA but right now there's a lot of optimism just because as you said there hasn't been a college football game out in uh, you know hasn't been a college football game in you know so many years um, also, just something about college football, you know, it, it gives, you know, you got NFL, you have 32 NFL teams, um, and that's it. But there are, I think one of the reasons college football resonates so much is that there are so many smaller schools that don't get, like, you know, like in the NFL, there's regions that don't really have teams that don't get love. And I think, you know, and college football is such a big thing um, that it's their chance to get to play as their team or their area, the team that they support. And it's, there's more teams available and it just gives them that ability to, to, you know, to shoot that with a team, you know, that they know. So, um, no, I would say that so far the response was super enthusiastic and everyone's got their fingers crossed that they don't fuck this up. I'm like, I saw that I, I got excited, but I'm like really cautiously optimistic because it's EA. Like how, what, are, what are, I mean, I just, first thing I thought I was like, what are they going to do with the ultimate team? Are they going hmm. like, to have like, legendary players that were in the nfl but legendary players uh be on uh, on this game like we see like charles woodson 1998 charles woodson fucking heisman winner defensive heisman winner and it's gonna it, i feel like it's gonna be that but i'm hoping i mean i'm hoping that there's like a a good dynasty mode like there was in the uh, original games too so it's 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 uh, it's exciting but we'll see how it is when it comes out and uh i mean I don't know. We're we're gonna, we're gonna talk a lot more football then if uh, if once this comes up. I apologize. <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, I don't even know how you would like like logistically or like from a game standpoint how you would run an online league for college football. I have no idea how that would work. It may not even be something they do. I don't even know. But you'd have to in a, in the same conference, maybe. Possibly, yeah. I could see maybe that, but. Uh, I'm, you know, I am all for that. I can't wait for that. Yeah. 
Borderlands developer Gearbox has today announced it will be joining Embracer Group as a wholly owned subsidiary of the Swedish holding company formerly known as THQ Nordic AB. The deal reportedly worth up to 1.3 billion will be will see Gearbox and its 550 staff in Frisco, Texas and Quebec City become Embracer Group's seventh official operating group. Embracer's existing operation <clears throat> Existing operating groups include THQ Nordic, Saber Interactive, Koch Media, Deca Games, Amplifier Game Invest, and Coffee Stain Holding. Pitchford will continue as Gearbox's boss following the merger. Joe, what do you think? Was this something that Mr. Magician created out of magic? He did it out of thin air. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I, don't, I haven't really been too concerned or just caring much about the gearbox stuff you know what i mean like i know i mean it is kind of a big deal i know it for for them but like i don't i don't know man like i don't play the they're really just border what else have they really what else have they released lately aliens colonial marines the yeah, best game like, ever there isn't anything really to get me pumped up about them to be yeah to have really an opinion one way or another on their shit Look. I, look, I know I have a lot of friends. I have a lot of people who are fans of Borderlands. You know, I, hey man, I gave the first two Borderlands games a shot, and they're not bad. They just weren't for me. I just couldn't get that into them. Um, but if you dig them, awesome. I just couldn't. I just couldn't get that into them. But uh, uh, I think we mostly mostly talk about Borderlands or anything because of Randy Pitchford. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's good for them. What happened? That's really the only reason you brought it up, right? Pretty See much. What Joe would... See what Joe would say? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, this was a funny title. I'm not going to read it, but I just want to read the title, and I want your guys' reaction. Activision confirms there's another Call of Duty coming this year. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, that is a title. No, there's another one coming out? Yeah. Yeah, Bethel. Yeah. I really... I, I thought that was it. I thought. I thought... I am shocked. I thought that was the last one. I thought this was the last Call of Duty. I am shocked. I don't and... even know what the last Call of Duty was called, but I thought it was the last Call of Duty. Yeah. Oh, it was Black Ops Cold War, right? Yeah. Cold War, yeah. I thought that was so... it. I don't know. Oh, yeah, it was Cold War. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy. That's none of the ones coming up. I still want to play Cold War, but I don't want to pay $70 for it. I'll play Warzone because it's free. Yeah. <laughs> and I barely even played that. All news and articles are from publications like IGN, Gotaku, Destructoid, and Gadget, GameSpot, and Polygon. Thank you for listening to 3PC News. We'll be back after the break. week's topic something i wanted to talk about because i felt like it was this was pretty big and i kind of wanted to go through it a little bit more into detail than regular news that nintendo has announced that as of december 31st 2020 the nintendo switch has officially passed the 3ds with 79.87 million console units sold furthermore animal crossing new horizons has reached 31.18 million copies sold as revealed in Nintendo's latest financial earnings release for the nine-month period ending in December 31st, 2020, 
Animal Crossing New Horizon is getting even closer to passing Mario Kart 8 Deluxe's 33.41 million units sold as the best-selling Nintendo Switch game. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is the third best-selling Switch game with 22.85 million units sold, followed by The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild's 21.45 million units. Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield's 20.35 million units, the Super Mario Odyssey at 20.23 million units. Nintendo Switch's hardware sales reached 24.10 million units in this time period, which is a 35.8% increase year on year. The software sales reached 176.10 million units, which is a 43.0% increase year on year. It is also interesting to note that Nintendo Switch Lite has sold 13.53 million units in its lifetime meaning that it's close to passing the Wii U's 13.56 million units. Digital sales also accounted for 40.9% of all software sales, which is a 12.3% increase year-on-year. -year. Digital sales also saw an increase of 104.9% when compared to 2019. I just wanted to talk about that increase in Nintendo sales, the Nintendo Switch just freaking dominating in sales last year and it seems like it's going to continue to dominate in sales for this year as well even in a year in 2020 with very few software titles for the nintendo switch it still did insanely well and i mean we've talked about it before on the show we've talked about reasons why the nintendo switch um was able to get this bump increase but also I still think regardless of everything that happened last year, I still think Nintendo would have reported very strong sales as well. Just in general, it just seems like the Nintendo Switch has just constantly been doing good. And again, it's gotten great bumps because of everything that happened. But uh, uh, it's uh, that I know it's when you see the numbers of how much the Switch is sold in Japan compared to the PS5, Xbox Series X, even PS4 and Xbox One, it is already, when people say these console wars, like who's gonna win the console war? In Japan, Nintendo freaking took it. It's already done. It's done. If you wanna see it that way. But uh, what do you yeah. guys think? It just goes to show how how much, uh, uh, you know, Nintendo still has it. Here's, here's the thing too. Mm -hmm. And I think this is the thing that benefited them a lot too. Like you're right, this has been a light year or last year was kind of a light year for like, releases for nintendo but they were so good at dropping stuff almost every month the mm -hmm. first year and that first couple years where it was like now now is the time where you can have that maybe that one year or that lull and be like because at this point everyone has the console you know yeah. what i mean and like more people are still gonna buy it but that's kind of like how you should do it how more uh you know um when you're releasing a console that's how you want to stagger those releases and i mean even now you know like you're, you're looking at you know we've had the ps5 and the series x out for a while and there hasn't been a whole lot of new stuff yeah um that's not going to affect their overall popularity because of course like the backwards compatibility for both you know you're still okay but you know that switch man they just they killed it in that beginning you know yeah and i think too like We've talked about it with last year. We're still in a pandemic. Uh, everything that happened, of course, increases in sales and people being at home. Gaming got a huge bump. But even like, let's say none of that happened. I think Animal Crossing, we said, oh, it came out in the perfect time. 
But even yeah. if none of that stuff happened last year, I think it coming out, the social media buzz that game got, just people talking yeah. about it. Just imagine how much of an attach rate that was where, whoa, this person who I follow is talking so much about this game that looks fun. I'm kind of, comp I think social media is also another part of marketing that helps out Nintendo. You know, a lot of it. Because if you, ha if you talk to someone who probably doesn't follow a lot of stuff, follow a lot of games, when you get someone, Beto, when you get someone who tells you, hey, how is Animal Crossing? What is that game? How do you pitch it to them? Um, <laughs> my, my list fun daily tasks. I don't know. It's it's hard to describe. Like, fucking just. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. It's hard because you said daily tasks, and I'm like, wait, I'm supposed. Well, like, what do you mean daily tasks? Like, what am I supposed to do? You ever play The Sims? Uh, when like I was a kid. Practice. Like, you can do more shit with it. Oh, so but like I could like they have to make sure they poop and then like go to work. I'm not gonna and roll. <laughs> no because when you say no no no, here's the thing it's easy to say oh you mean like the sims but the sims is very different you know animal crossing how i would usually pitch it or how i would talk about it would be like okay you know what you know how, what time is it right now and they'd be like oh it's 3 42 it's like all right it's 3 42 right now right uh-huh it's 342 in the game it's march 24th 342 how it is right now is how that is in the game it's real time meaning the day goes by let's say the store tom nook store closes at nine o'clock you have to make sure you either have the switch with you or you go home if you need to make the store to purchase what you need for that day or what have you and then you have like you said tasks and things like that but i think social media is also another way where you're seeing a lot of people who are influencers or just people noticing like hey this person's playing this game and they made this whole garden in their backyard like some people were just focusing on i'm making my town look nice and then people go like oh i like doing stuff like that like this game is all about that it's like that's a small part of it that's a small part of what that is but i think regardless of how last year was i think social media type stuff really launched it so it, it had a long tail and people were talking about it for a long time you know maybe longer than what would have happened before but it got people interested oh this is the only thing i need to play this game this is the game you know that i need this is what i need to buy um i think a lot of that ha helps you know it, it always it always helps in that in that sense you know but also maybe it was also a light year too for um nintendo directs we're used to what nintendo directs are a lot of people aren't who are probably new to nintendo switch but i think a lot of stuff helps for them uh a lot of stuff for nintendo helps too where something like paper mario and the origami king right if that was part of a nintendo direct your your regular 20 30 minute nintendo direct it shows up you know and you're it's just like oh paper mario and everyone goes oh that's awesome out of the flood of all information they just how, how Paper Mario was announced was, here's the new Paper Mario that's out next month. And you're like, holy shit, that's more grabbing than it being in a direct. You get what I'm saying? Like, that caught everyone like, oh, wait, it's they announced it and it's out next month? Like, I think a lot of that stuff happen, helps too. I think that's why you're not seeing more Nintendo directs from Nintendo because they saw the increase of sales for Paper Mario and, and other games like that. I don't know. That's That's what I think. Nintendo's still a fucking monster. I mean, a couple, a couple of years ago, we were like, oh, Nintendo should just fucking do third party games because they're doing so shit. We, you. And then the, the Switch comes out and you're like, holy shit. 
I'm just like fucking breaking sales record after sales record. I don't know if it's that, but they're like surpassing like their their pre- previous uh, uh, consoles. And um, what was what's crazy about last year? Last year, when it came to like releases, like they had a lot of releases, but it felt like it wasn't as much as the years before. Mm-hmm. At least yeah. shit ton. So I'm pretty sure that they had, that Xbox and the PlayStation Four sold a good amount, but I feel like. Still, like you, if you can compare it, um, Switch is still gonna be. Yeah, it's still switched it insanely well. Um, going forward, what does Nintendo do? They're doing really well. Um, they announced a new, they announced two new consoles, as in not new systems, but new bundles. In Japan, there's a Monster Hunter Rise bundle, which is coming out March 25th when the when the game launches, and also. When this episode comes out in the next two days, there's going to be the special Switch bundle, the Mario Edition bundle. Pretty much part of the celebration of the 35 years of Super Mario from last year. Uh, It's the same colors as Mario with the Joy-Cons and a nice little pouch. That's something that is also fueling a a, a nice little bundle there. Um, What does Nintendo do going forward, do you think? A lot of people have talked about that maybe a lot of what had, was going on last year with the increased sales of standard Nintendo Switches, we've talked about, is Nintendo going to do a Nintendo Switch Pro? Are they going to have an upgraded version of the console? I know, Joe, you're very like, they don't have to. Um, but also, I think a lot of how big the Nintendo Switch sold pushed their plans for something like that. Again, we don't know, but I think if there was something planned to come out with a pro version of the console, that got pushed due to maybe riding this wave of a, a, a standard Switch sales. I don't know. What do you guys think? Going forward, what what does Nintendo need to keep going to keep a momentum going? Well, I still would argue that I'll still argue that they don't need a a, a refresh. Um, one thing that I've noticed, you know, one thing that we can say is like the Switch is now going on. It's what. This is its second or third Christmas that it just passed. It's a third. Okay. And no price cut. Have you noticed that? Like, Mm -hmm. this thing is still selling at its retail price three years later. And that, in my opinion, is unprecedented with most consoles. Most consoles by this point would have had a price cut at some point, whether it's $249. Now, I mean, it's possible that there's been sales that I haven't seen or something like that, but the MSRP on a, on a Switch console is the same price that it was when it was released. And again, like, it's such a sweet spot. Like, if you're Nintendo, do you really want to release an upgraded version that could is going to cost $100 more possibly? I'm just elaborating. I don't know. I could be wrong. It could be less. I don't know what their idea of an upgraded or a souped up version of the Switch could be. But do you want to be, do you want to really do that? Because now you're just putting yourself kind of in that, although still cheaper, you're still putting yourself in that upper echelon, like the the high-end console, like price area. Or do you, do you, do you release something at the same price as as that you're doing now maybe technology has gotten to the point where you can really do something better now and you release something now at the same price and then you have a second model and now you drop the price of this one but again like what would be the point since you haven't 
done a price cut to begin with and it's still selling. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how I don't, I look at both of those and I don't see them as, you know, things that are necessary for them to do right now. I, I really don't know what they what they could do. I feel like they're doing the right thing, so they just keep doing that because it's fucking working, right? Yeah. I just want. I mean, I like more games. This thing, like, like a, especially like a, like I'm just excited for like the next Zelda stuff. Like I've mentioned before, but uh, SNK versus Capcom is coming onto the fuck yeah, do the Neo Geo or, Pocket which, game, which means rumors of Capcom versus SNK will start up again. No, you, you know said that, that wrong. NSNK? Yes. Yeah, Sorry. you gotta say it right, okay? <laughs> Capcom versus NSNK too. NSNK. Get it right, bitch. <laughs> Fucking. The dream is still there, guys. Capcom versus SNK3. Oh. They're gonna Sorry, judge you... it. They're gonna, they're gonna say, this is a Capcom thing to do too. Like we were talking earlier about the Nintendo thing to do. This is a Capcom thing to do. Well, you know, sales for SNK versus Capcom didn't do that well, so we're not going to do a, a... We were expecting $10 billion and we yeah. didn't even make 1%. You know, because no one bought that Darkstalkers collection, so we just didn't do <laughs> Darkstalkers. Go- what? <laughs> it's, it's yeah, it's, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I just think going forward, I think like you were saying, Bethel, uh, more titles. You know, more titles coming out this year. But I think... They saw, like I was saying, Nintendo saw how well social media helped them with a lot of things. That I think announcing a game a month before it comes out. I mean, there's there's some titles that need to be announced to build the, the tension or to build the excitement months in advance. You know, like we already know about Legend of Zelda and people, the sequel to Breath of the Wild. You know, that's already been known for like a, a few years, right? That I understand that. But like certain games that maybe might need that little boost, like... Hey, this is coming out like what? And that's out next month. You know, like the rumored this year is also Metroid's 35th anniversary. So how cool would it be if this month they're like, hey, the Metroid Prime trilogy's out next month? Like that, that'll just get everyone excited and everyone will be stoked to to pick that up. You know, Nintendo might do a Nintendo thing and be like, it's out next month and it'll be gone by August 30th or something. Um, but no, that yeah, stuff like that, uh, I think that helps them for certain titles just to kind of surprise people. I think that's what I'm looking forward to. But yeah, like there's, there's some good games coming out, some upcoming games. I'm really looking forward to Monster Hunter Rise. I liked playing the demo. That one's going to be cool. Uh, Bravely Default 2 is coming out this month as well. But yeah, but yeah, you know, I still think though, Joe, there is going to be a Switch Pro. I just think the plans for it got pushed. They just saw we can ride this wave. Like I was saying, they could ride this wave until once the numbers start dipping, you know, and maybe price will be like you said, Joe, they haven't dropped the price of the standard switch. What if the standard trip switch drops down to light price, which is a hundred dollars less. And this pro version is the standard price of this one. And then the light is even cheaper. So, they're going to have three different models on the market that just sell a ton. Each one cheaper than like $100 cheaper than the other. The thing is, why Switch doesn't drop its price? Because if you think about it, like, whoa, I could buy an Xbox Series X for $299. Why is the Switch $299 but it's not as powerful? But what kind of makes the Switch unique is the portability aspect. And there's okay. stuff to play on it. Oh yeah, that too. 
I wasn't even going to say that, Bethel, but you had to start talking shit. <laughs> but yeah. Talking shit. No, I know. It's facts. It's facts, yo. Uh, but yeah, any closing thoughts on the Nintendo Switch sales? Uh, nah, man. Not really. We need to punch out. It's going to happen. Game? Punch out. Not gonna next happen. level game. Nintendo, Nintendo still does the whole. They're all like, why the fuck do you guys like that game? It's so stupid. <laughs> Nintendo. Nintendo. Okay. And I'm going to keep saying Nintendo. Nintendo. <laughs> Nintendo bought next level games and they're like, hey, we're going to buy you, right? That's what Nintendo said. Look. We want we really you guys. Hate, we we really want you guys. We want out, you guys to do punch out. Never make a punch God out again. Damn it, Joe! Just have hope, man. Have hope. Okay. Huh. I got. I got a question for you, Joe. Okay. How big is your dick? No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what would come out first? Uh, Capcom versus Ansen K3, or Punch Out? <gasps> I need Punch Out. Capcom versus Ensign K3. Really? Oh, yeah. okay. Alright. Um, it's okay, though, because there's already a boxing game in development. and you Ready know to what? Rumble 3? <laughs> no. I sent it to uh, to Bethel and, uh, and uh, Dave. There's just, like, Oh, what? Is e- Dave part of Third Party Controller Podcast now? You guys send me? It's sports, dude. E- I like e- boxing. I Remember, we yeah, would freaking play though. Fight Night all the time, guys. You forget about that. <laughs> See, if, if Fight Night came back and they had leagues, I joined it. <laughs> There's this game, but I know we just saw that it's like in early development. But it's like esports boxing or something. It's got a weird name, but it's got a bunch of like licensed English boxers and a few real like uh, American ones, and it just looked cool. Like it looks like it's like I don't even know if it's gonna be good, but it was like, well, at least someone's trying to develop a, yeah. a boxing game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So that's why, yes, I would say Capcom versus Ensign K3 comes out first. Wow. So what happens, Bethel, you get to choose. If a new Punch-Out gets announced before Capcom versus Ensign K3, what does Joe have to do? Buy me a cheeseburger. All right. Just a burger, no meal? It has to be uh like gold like gold cheese on it. Oh no, you can you can get no 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 you can get five guys so it's like a fifteen dollar burger. Oh yeah, all right, that's fine. Make it a twenty to just add a ton of shit. Be like, give me bacon. Actually, make that five patties, bacon. Put jalapenos on that. You know, put the fry, put the Cajun fries in but the Beto burger. But has to do a five guys review like that guy. Oh, <laughs> the fried, the fried much back. <laughs> exactly. And you Shit. have to go, damn, dude. damn, damn. That, dude, that's funny. We went to Five Guys for the first time because of that. Yeah. We went it because of that. And I just remember, I remember having Five Guys for the first time being like, it's okay. I still like it a lot. No, 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 no. The first time. But as, when you go, when you go multiple times, you learn, oh, make the burger you like. Because you can make it yeah. any way you want. That's where I liked it a lot. But when I was like, well, I don't know what to get. I want what that guy had, you know? But I would like a Fuddruckers out here, though. We had a Fuddruckers. And then it became a Hooters. And the Hooters is gone now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, now because of the pandemic. But yeah, I remember I remember me and Cody driving because we're like, Fuddruckers, man. 
and driving up and seeing that it changed into a Hooters and being so depressed. <laughs> like, oh my God, it's a Hooters now. Where's Fuddruckers? Hey, uh, I just want to let you know, too, that I came up. I have created a new word. Earlier what? today, I was texting Bethel. Fudge puckers. And I was trying to say automatically. Uh-huh. And my iPhone corrected me and said auto-magically. And <laughs> I thought about it for a second, and I went, nah, you know what? That Fuck works. It. I actually like how that sounds. It works. So from now on, I will be saying automatically instead of automatically. <laughs> I like this. I like this change, Joe. It is good. She's like me with Michael Trans Jacksons, only because mm, I couldn't. That's a really good one. Transactions. Yeah. And uh, I struggled saying it there. You str- <laughs> still use it, Michael Trans Jacksons. I like that one a lot. Michael Trans Jacksons is good. Yeah, <laughs> I'll say that in a standard conversation with like coworkers, and they always look at me weird, but they don't question <laughs> it. <laughs> I was going like, yeah, and then they add all these Michael Trans Jacksons, and they just kind of like they they go like, Did he, what? Like maybe they misheard it, you know? Like, don't correct him. I don't think he realized he fucked that up. I don't think he understands how to say that word. Jesse, listen to how stupid he sounds. Jesse, what are in-app purchases? Those are your microtrans Jacksons. <laughs> what a dummy. Nah, they're just going to be like, Jesse, what's that versus fighting game called again? That versus Capcom fighting? versus Ensign K? Oh, Capcom versus yeah, Ensign K? <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, good for Nintendo. This is awesome. Um, I think it's just good for gaming in general. And it does show also a major thing I kind of wanted to talk about too. This also shows that it's not the most powerful console that's number one. Sometimes it's the least powerful console that kind of beats everyone else. You work with what you got. You work with what you got. It's the most accessible console. I generally wins that war, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're right. If you look at the history of things, that's usually how it is, how it goes, you know? Technically, it could have been Xbox, but they messed up last generation. But yeah, that's an- everyone already knows that story. But yeah. Well... That's going to be it for this week. If you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast. It's Third Party Controller Podcast with the three R-D. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with... Matthew Esparza. And... Joe Ramirez. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done later. Peace. What's going on? Not much. What's going on? Where's the remote head? Guess what, Joe? Wait, what happened? Guess what? What happened? I finished all of Cobra Kai. I know you were telling you were mentioning that. I liked it. It was good. We could talk about it on the air. We could. We could talk about when uh, they find out that Danny Zuko was actually a part of that universe. So Greece is actually intertwined. <laughs>
<laughs> and yeah. I was talking to Jesse about this earlier. When uh when you watched Rocky Four <laughs> and you know how Rocky and Adrian go to Russia and leave uh fucking the kid Sage, whatever the fuck Yeah, with the robot to take care of him. Oh thank you. <laughs> kid, like, the fucking robot took care of her, right? Yeah, they abandoned. They basically him, abandoned that kid. Yeah, the robot fucking took care of him. Yeah, I I thought it was crazy for thinking that, but thank you for fucking or uh, or, uh, or, or AKA uh, Polly's girlfriend. Polly's girlfriend. 